Next Generation. Football. 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 Soccer. Football's football, no matter where you play it. Football. You see? to all my lovely listeners and welcome back to the next generation football podcast guys today i have four special guests with me as we are doing the mls 25th season predictions this is the ultimate mls opening season podcast i am joined by 110 football co-host jerry as we know this week in mls eli the official mls memes page daniel and then the mls zone also known as damone so guys this is kind of the floor for you guys to introduce yourselves to all the lovely listeners and tell us a little bit about your platforms. Well, hello, I'm Jerry Reynoso. I'm co-host of the 110 Football Show, premiering next Wednesday, February 26th. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel and our Twitter and Instagram is at 110FootballTV. Uh, I'm Eli. I'm at This Weekend MLS. Y'all know what I do. Merch dropping the 29th. Go cop. And I'm the MLS Zone. I mean, my name says it all, MLS Zone. And you know we have a YouTube channel, so you can go check it out. Yes, it's the MLS Zone. And I just do MLS stuff. Welcome to my world. And saving the best for last is me, Daniel Romero. You know how it is. Owner of official MLS memes. My bad if you hear audio in the background. I'm currently in a pizza shop sitting in the corner under a TV. Everyone's looking directly above me. It's kind of awkward. So, yeah, that's, you know, you, you know the vibes. Well, thank you guys. As you can tell, listeners from uh, from Daniel, where he is at right now, it was difficult to get all these guys on. This is the biggest, like, podcast with guests I've ever had on. I thought for the, um, the opening 25th season of the MLS to bring on the best of the best MLS outlets that I can get for you guys. And then these kind gentlemen were the ones that were willing to come on. And now we are here. Quick side note for everyone, if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast app, make sure to leave a five-star rating as that only helps the podcast and write a positive review as that only helps more new listeners listen to the podcast. So moving on from that little side note, we're going to kind of start with the opening games of the season. We've kind of all hand-selected games that we want to all talk about. Then we're going to give predictions, really early on predictions, of the Supporter Shield champions, Open Cup champions, and MLS Cup champions. And then we're going to decide who's going to be Defender of the Year, the Golden Boot, Newcomer of the Year, and the MLS MVP. I know these are very bold predictions. This is something I also did beginning of last season. Me and my old co-host, Jake, if you guys remember him, we did kind of these predictions too. I mean, but who better to have than these guys who are also MLS enthusiasts and writers and talk about the the, the league a lot. So it'd be perfect to have these guys on. So we'll start with the opening games of the season. The first one we selected, it's in chronological order of when the games would happen. The first one's going to be Nashville versus Atlanta. So the floor is for you guys to kind of... Uh, Nashville's at home. This is going to be their first ever opening game against uh, two seasons ago now, MLS Cup winners in Atlanta and... Uh, so who do you guys think is going to win? What's going to be the stories behind it? You guys are – go for it. Do your thing. This is probably the easiest decision I've ever made. It's Atlanta. Am I the only one? But no one I seems to talk, mean... so I think that's unanimous. No, 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 no. I disagree as well. I give it to Nashville. I see them as a Leicester City Cinderella story. And, hey, they probably make the playoff this year too. You think so? What? I don't yeah. think you see out. them. You see them as a Leicester City Cinderella story. I see you as a yes. person who watches football blindly. Oh well, <laughs> we will see. That's what they said about Leicester City as well. So. It's a feeling, you know. I have no facts behind it, but just a feeling. 
It's a gut feeling. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a gut feeling. I don't know about that one, brother. Well, I think Nashville will take this one just because Atlanta is going to be coming off of two Champions League matches. Nashville will be at home in front of their home crowd. It's a big deal. Usually teams come through. Even FC Cincinnati last season came through. And although I don't think Nashville will do all that well this season, I do think they will have the upper hand in this match. They just have to. you got to win your first game. Oh, yeah. well, not every team is going to win their first game. I mean, Cincinnati, they won their first game. Did they? They didn't win their first game, right? They didn't. They played against Seattle. They won Seattle. their first home. They, they won they got, their first home match. Disaster. Oh, first home match. There you go. Yeah, no. And they they did dominate terrible. that. But this, 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 the thing that makes different about Atlanta and all the rest of the teams that are grabbing players from the Liga Mekis is that Atlanta decided to pick up a defender. Everyone else went for attack. Everyone else for a brothers. But this is the only team that has a back line that has a Mexican defender and one with many experience. And this guy is just unpredictable. Yeah, but that didn't really help them last season, did it? No, like, but it, it, this, it this season, them. though, is different. I think well, Atlanta is just no way. Where no did, who, who, won, who won the recent MLS Cup out of Nashville and Atlanta? Well, I mean, it's... <laughs> okay, it's <not> exactly. <laughs> One of the teams wasn't even in the... Exactly. exactly. One of the teams hasn't even played a single MLS it doesn't, match. You, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Atlanta is a powerhouse. They are known as a powerhouse. They exactly. have the yeah. whole rep of a powerhouse. And, yeah. little, and Nashville is freaking Nashville, for all I care. <laughs> Dax McCarty. That's all I'm going to say. Dax McCarty. Okay, look, that's another thing. In terms of uh, Nashville, wow, you got one, Dax McCarty one, in the middle. One reject. Oh, it's going to be like a one Is he a reject, though? Dax no, McCarty? No, he's not a reject. Yeah. It was a steal. That was a steal of a trade for Nashville, paying only like 100 k for him. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. I know. Yeah, well, and sadly, who's leading their back line? Walker you're going to say, you're, you're, Zimmerman. you are really going to say, oh my gosh, this guy. That does sound really I'm just saying, bro. It's a very Dax MLS. McCarty can go up against Josef Martinez, Brad Guzan, and the whole lot of Atlanta. I can't believe you mentioned Brad Guzan and the whole lot of Atlanta. <laughs> Name five yeah, other national players. Like <laughs> okay, so of course Daniel's pick's going to be, by the sounds of it's Atlanta. It seems like MLS Zones is going to be Nashville. Eli, yeah. Jerry, who are you guys going to pick? I'm picking Nashville for Atlanta, this man. one. For this You're going Wow, so I get to be the deciding vote for who we're predicting. No, I'm with Atlanta here. I know, so that's easy two, vote, two. Zion. You and uh, Daniel are saying Atlanta, but Eli and Damone are saying Nashville. So, I mean, I, thing is, I don't know anything about Nashville. Honestly, I have no, like, information. Precisely. Information. <laughs> I can't get but over this. Look at the team itself. It is it's very MLS veteran-based, which... For exactly. first, for opening, for new teams getting introduced in the league, it's very key to have MLS veteran-based players, like you said, That's Walker Zimmerman, Dax McCarty. But it's Atlanta freaking United. Okay, but I don't think Atlanta. Okay, and did you see how they struggled in the beginning of the season last year? Like, <laughs> yeah, because DeBoer just got to appointed then, and now he's got a full season exactly. under his belt, and they're not doing so Thank well you. in his league either. So what does okay, that? Okay, tied one to one. The ask the watchers what they think. <laughs> One one isn't a bad away result in the first Champions it's, it's game. It's terrible for our previous champions. It's terrible. You guys. Yeah, you, you know what else is well, terrible? Then, Knowing that, nothing yeah. about the opposition team. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just because Daniel's annoying me a little bit. No, no, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it out, check it out. Okay, I'll listen to this, Jerry. Make your best case, and I will rebuttal this easily. <laughs> okay, so you guys are saying you know, defending champions losing their first match. 
Who did LAFC beat in the first season? Nah, let me get this straight before I go off. The year after LAFC started their inaugural season, Seattle and Toronto went to the final. Am I correct or incorrect? No, you're correct. And Toronto yeah. won or was it Seattle? The first, the first time See, yeah, Toronto. That was Toronto, right? Okay, so even as a finalist, how could you lose your first game against an inaugural team, an expansion team? I like this. I'm going with Nashville also. There you go. Thank you. No, 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 no. All right. <laughs> Thank That's you. how you do it. Next topic. Like, back it up. All right. Flag Daniel, what if I told you that Simon Borg picked Nashville? Oh, he did he? No, I, he just did not. To, I just wanted to ask that. Okay. You, <laughs> Simon, you can't convince me of what my own father says. You thought. Okay. So next team. So we've decided for that game between Nashville and Atlanta, who are at home, Nashville. We didn't decide. Game. Three imbeciles decided. <laughs> so we're going with, imbeciles. Three we're, going, we're going with uh, Nashville in that one. Remember next this. Time. Remember oh, this talk, no, boys. No, 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 remember this talk. Come <laughs> the season opener, you will regret this. Okay, we've Dude, already decided that one. We're moving on to Columbus against NYCFC. Columbus is at home. I know MLS Zone is a big N- NYCFC supporter, so I'll let him start this one off. The fan base in itself is shit, so they have nobody backing them. The team is a disaster. And New York City FC have a whole squad, but only chokes when it comes to the playoff. Yes, I know that, that Daniel is going to say that. <laughs> New York City have a wonderful midfield that could control the ball and play ticky-tacky when needed. Their striker is doing phenomenal in the Champions League. Shout out to my man Herb. Three goals. Just saying. Atlanta couldn't do that. Pity Martinez or whoever you want to call well, How about son. that back line? Well, the back they line needs a little work. We have a good back line. It's just it needs a little work. Well, yes, and again, this the is our in the first... previous match. I mean, come on. We scored five goals. We conceded is... three. Out of I all the MLS that. teams, they did have the best Champions League result out of all. Definitely. Okay, I'm just saying three goals is, is plentiful. And I'm saying one goal is not much to score in the Champions League. Good. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Columbus crew have no hope. We oh. have to do bad. They have no hope. Uh, I, I'm going I'm to I'm rebut just because... I think I'm not surprised. The Columbus crew are looking very, very good in what they've done this offseason. And I'm also worried just the fact that NYCFC are playing two Champions League matches. They're going to be playing one next week before the kickoff. So I'm just worried maybe like they'll put all their focus towards but, but that. But Eli, put all their focus. Yeah. Eli, you think really um, after we slap them 5-3 that, is true. that, that we is true. play our main squad, most likely our main players will be wrestling. And then we have a mixture of the bench and the starting lineup. And, so yeah, I'm not and that was an away match. So. Yeah, so, it's also know, in Columbus. It, it's, it is also in Columbus. I'm just trying to stir the pot here. No more stirring of the pot. It's already no, cooked. Stir it with the whisk, not with the fork. <laughs> okay, so I, by the sounds of it, I think we're all going... <laughs> We're all going NYCFC with yeah, this no, one. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm even going. Yeah, NYC. I'm going. I just wanted to try. Them. No, I'm Eli Lesser, and I go with Columbus. Oh my yeah. goodness! <laughs> <laughs> New York is blue. On the other side, it is the Red Bulls who play at home to Cincinnati FC as the next picture that we want to talk about. Even though I hate to say it, I'll have to agree with him. Um, the Red Bulls, FC Cincinnati. I don't think they fixed anything. Their coach just got into a big issue with which calling a player the n-word like who the fuck really does that sorry for my curse um the team is a shit show 
the managerial staff is a shit show. And whoever runs that whole the, organization. Damone, did the coach not get sacked after saying that? Yes, he did get sacked. But no, they don't have can. a new coach. So they're, but so they don't have a new right coach. Now. And the season is about to start. So how can you really build a team around a new tactical formation or anything? It's just a shit show. They have a new striker. Yeah, he's good. He's quality. They brought in a new midfielder from Ajax. Yeah, that's good. But how are you going to link that together with a new coach that only has five days? Doesn't add up. I'm going to agree. I mean, actually. yeah, I agree. Um, there's, there's no way the Cincinnati team will be ready to go um, despite having – I think they did have a great offseason on paper, but they don't have any identity that they can establish right now without having a coach a week left before the season starts. Totally agree. Exactly. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, imagine getting led to your season opener by an equipment manager. I mean, come on. Guy can only fold clothes, you know? Yeah, totally agree. All right, so I think it's a clear, obvious one, uh, Red Bulls winning that. And also, I mean, notoriously, the New York Red Bulls are – I mean, they're a proud franchise, and they've always notoriously been, like, a solid team throughout every MLS season. It's just always disappointing to see them never come to f- full fruition in the playoffs, which I would have liked to have seen during that season. I don't remember what it was. I think it was when New York played LA Galaxy in the final. I think this was 2014. Their team was so good going into it, and sadly, it was just one. They were one goal short from advancing to the final We'll go with New York Red Bulls on that one. Next one, it is my beloved Seattle Sounders against the newly revamped Chicago Fire. I guess I'll I'll start this one off. I mean, it's going to be at home. I'll be attending that game against Chicago, who have made a lot of good. He just had to flex. Yeah, he just had to. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to try to go to as many Seattle Sounders games as possible. As I've already mentioned on previous podcasts, I'm going to try to go to a couple of away games. Shout out to Eli and Jerry for possibly making some of those happen. So I'm pretty excited for this opening one. We've made new acquisitions in Jao Paulo. We've also signed Miguel Ibarra. Um, I forgot who else we bought. We bought someone else, but I've totally forgot who it is. Seattle has Miguel Ibarra? Yeah. yeah. They just oh, signed the recent. That. That's sick. It's kind of sad, though. I don't like yeah. it because he needs to be on the looms, but it's whatever. Yeah, it's I was whatever. thinking the same thing. But... It's okay. Nah, I mean, we'll, come on. We'll All take these him in. Are, we'll are showing away the departure of uh, Roman Torres, so. Your no, Adrande, though, it could be really good. Like He, Adr- he looked like a beast in that first game against uh, Olympia. He looked I thought like you talk about Paolo Joe Paolo. Yeah, exactly. I thought he was a saying. Can we like, talk about him for a minute? Ex-Ozzy Alonso, geez. No, Jao thing is, too, notoriously in the MLS, there's no, there's never been any good Brazilian players. I mean, of course, there's Kaká, but he was established. I mean, like, players that we didn't really know about that came into the league that has been really good. That's and, yeah, Jao Paulo has been he looks good he looks like the real deals brad evans and steve zakawani said he is legit that's me quoting them he seems legit and i think i think it will be a bit of a nervy game i think chicago will come out guns blazing i wouldn't be surprised if they actually score first similarly to ha- what happened last season when we played cincinnati at home for the opening game but i think this will be like a 2-1 3-1 seattle take it jordan morris is looking good Rui diaz is looking really healthy nico ladero is going to come back as we said Paulo is looking good christian Roldan. i mean he like this team is looking really good defensively is my only issue with them as there's no depth in the center back position we have this was the other guy we bought we bought i don't remember what his name was but he played for orlando and colorado uh but we eli this is where you come and play who's that guy i don't know what his name is though i totally oh, uh, uh, wait one sec one sec, one sec. <laughs> is he a midfielder no, he's a center back. 
Oh, I think Shane O'Neill. Shane, Shane O'Neill. There you go. Shane O'Neill. He's not going to get much playing time. Yeah, he's basically for rotation as uh, Yamar and Javier Ariaga are going to be our main starting center back. So we'll see. But I think this is, in regards to just this game, I think we can all agree Seattle will win it. I mean, Daniel might have something to say, but. Question real quick. Yeah. So what, what, what are you trying to imply by, by saying that? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not a big, yeah. Did uh did Brad Smith return long or is he uh, no? He he got sold to Huddersfield. So for sure, for sure, right? He's with them now. Transfer yeah, has been he, confirmed. Yeah, transfer has been confirmed. So with Torres gone, I actually would love to see Spencer put Brad Smith down center with Ariaga. I think that'll be lethal right there. We just I just said we just sold them. Who? Smith? Brad Smith. Yeah. Are you kidding me? To where? I the Huddersfield. Know. Oh, I thought Huddersfield was along. I thought he was. Oh, he was along with the. Um, uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah. We sold him Damn, to Huddersfield. What the? Oh, um, the worst is. Are you kidding me, dude? Well, we have new who and Jovan Jones as left backs. No, bro. Brad Smith was the killer last season, in the postseason, dude. I think he was overrated. Heck no. He was the reason why LBB LAFC. I'll tell you that right now. He no, locked down Vela and then he switched no. over down. Yep. Reason why we beat LA, you know that game where we beat LAFC was the best games in Seattle Sounders franchise history. And that's we sad. Sh- we made your guys' how's that sad? We shut down because the quarter MLS MVP. That's very sad. And Thank you. We, we shut down the best player that we that everyone has said the dawn of MLS that season. Vela, he did nothing. You got in general, LAFC did nothing that game. He other than, your, okay, other than your free kick against, I mean, the free kick out to us to score, they did nothing. And that had yes, nothing to do yes, with Brad Smith. That was a wrong. whole team team performance. And that's why I think Seattle could be one of the, Wait, 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 wait. Yo, who won the MLS Cup of 2017? Okay, buddy. It <laughs> <laughs> has nothing to do with anything. Are we playing this game? No, no, no. It's a question. <laughs> I don't know, Daniel. You can answer it yourself. But uh, I don't know. That's why I asked. Toronto. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Daniel, I want to just because you asked that question, I want to ask you a question, a personal one. Then who wanted? No, in I, I don't. I'm not taking questions at the moment. <laughs> you have to write down your questions and then mail them to me. No, okay, to the pizza no. shop or to you? And you know my address too, so that's that's scary. <laughs> okay, so what I think we can. I think on? we all can. I think we all can agree that Seattle is going to win this one against Chicago. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I like that. I like to hear the yeah from Daniel. So. Since Jerry is an LAFC insider, I'll let him start this one. LAFC against David Beckham's Inter-Miami, who I'm actually really excited to see just because of the hype around, of course, David Beckham's the owner, and then possibly the future of all these uh, big players that might possibly join them come midway through the season. I know David Silva's for sure joining, but LAFC are at home to the new uh, franchise team Inter-Miami. Oh, yeah. First things first, former expansion side. Welcoming an expansion side, that's huge right there, especially with uh, Pizarro, Rodolfo Pizarro coming from Liga Mekis. And he said that joining the MLS is the easiest way to go to Europe. And actually now, especially with all the Mexican superstars coming into the league, that is exactly what it is. Um, but the thing that I'm afraid of, honestly, is just the young depth that we have right now, since it, the LAFC has very inexperienced players, but they are very promising. So I honestly think there is a Big chance that LSU loses game. Oh, but totally it could agree. be a close one. I think it's going to be a draw. Personally. I think I it is. I, that's draws, everyone. Draw. 
I think but we can all agree with the draw too. That's what I was thinking. I was like, can we actually add a draw as a possibility in this pool? I don't think well, there's a favorite in this one just because of LAFC coming in. At, they're going to be really grinding out for this next Champions League match. You exactly. got Inter Miami coming in. It's their very first game. Two very, they're going to be very competitive regardless. Um, I really can't pick a winner right now. So yeah, exactly. Gonna... And Miami is really looking like LAFC their first season. The only difference is that Vela and Rodolfo Pizarro, when they joined the clubs, they they both have very different resumes. You know, Pizarro won well about what four, three, three to five championships in the past three years with three different clubs. Vela joined from Real Sociedad winning nothing. So I'm just going off of facts right now. I, I'm going yeah. with a draw, but I won't be surprised if a loss is in hand. Oh wow, hot take there. I was counting down the minutes till I heard. Shion say hot take. <laughs> well, hot takes are what this count? podcast is all about. <laughs> <laughs> What's the count? <laughs> uh, okay, so okay, then... good news. The pizza shop is finally starting to get empty. Hey, Irrelevant, you. but let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so do we want to... Do we want to actually... I, I want to say draw two, but based off of what Jerry... I totally forgot about Pizarro. I mean, that's a big player in itself. My only issue with Inter Miami is they're an expansion team. The team hasn't really played all together, really. And Pizarro was a late signing in for Inter Miami. I, so I don't yes. think that's. No, I disagree. I think that's the advantage that they have. Exactly. I think that was a, you guys that's a surprise are, signing, dude. Yeah, I think you guys are forgetting that the guy that actually built the team is David Beckham. Yeah. A well known <laughs> footballer. He has been in <laughs> games since we couldn't even think of it. So he know the fundamental of how to link a team, how it works, how everything in football. So when you have Mateus and Perezaro that comes from Liga Max, it's like these teams are not just built like Nashville or um FC Cincinnati. They're actually built like it was a that's new um, let's say um a Barclays Premier League team, right? Like Initially, he brought European staff across the pond to actually help build the team. It wasn't a random choice. I, so I do give it to Inter. I say um, LAFC lose this one. I'm sorry. I just so ju- just to add on to that, Demone, it's like kind of what you're saying is he's trying to bring in the style kind of like how LAFC did in their first season, how Atlanta did I, in their first season, and how Seattle did. They try to add a little bit of this mixture of European-based football on top of like MLS experience. Totally. It won't be like Orlando and it won't be like FC Cincinnati. It will be a LAFC story. I I don't think they'll be as dominant as as LAFC. I think they'll have more of like a three-year process to get to the level of success LAFC. Well, it it all depends on what they do over the summer and what they do in these windows because right now on paper this team is solid but it's uh-huh. not a contender this team is not a contender yet i don't think you could say this team's a contender i agree They're i think i can but... say this team is a contender i i agree with daniel I, it's a contender to me well i have a question you think they can make the playoff this year that's what i was gonna say right now too they're, you think they they're, can? they're on my playoff bubble Bubble. So I'd say yes, they can make the playoffs. What is yeah? What's a playoff bubble, Eli? I'm I don't think they'll they'll the bubble by. are like teams I think could be sixth through eighth in the conference. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They'll stay. sixth through ninth in the conference. Nice. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that's what I say. The playoff bubble is teams that like could just make the playoffs or could just miss out. That's where I see them. I don't see them as a top dog in the East unless they just blow away. 
um, or just blow everyone away. The, the issue is with the East, though. It's either you're in it or not in it. Honestly, like with that conference, it's like there's no real uh, parity compared to the Western Conference. That is true. I'd say I'd say the the bottom. If they're gonna make the it, East they're gonna pull away. That's what I think. Yeah. That's why I might have to agree with Demone that they, it, it's either they're in the playoffs or they're not in, and I think most likely they will be in it. I just don't see them as like a top four seed in the East this season. Huh. Okay. It would be awesome to prove them for this proves wrong, though, honestly, because I, I've, I've said it since they were announced six matches side. Miami is going to change the MLS. Yeah, yes, but they don't need to change it immediately, you know? Of course, exactly. No, that's that's, what, that's what it's going to be a process. Exactly. If they change it immediately, it will not be fun. 10 years from now i'll tell you that right now because it'll be just be we don't why would you want to remember the glory days when you remember them right now but in the future you're waiting for them. Hmm? no fan is talking about, about why not the glory no. days like talking about glory days why not the glory yeah, days in the present as well why yeah exactly why not have both it's not saying i'd rather them not make an impact now make an impact later so that way the glory days are later fam why well, not no, just I have just the glory days just now getting started i think miami it's just getting started. Exactly, they're starting off time. strong, bro. How are you guys even? How do you guys think this is at all logical? What do you mean? This team has the everything you're saying is dumb. That's what I'm saying. With along with Nashville, these two clubs had a shorter time than any expansion club ever to make their roster. This team has plans way beyond what we've already seen put in place. This team is just getting started. I don't think we're seeing the best that we're going to be seeing in our Miami, maybe even this season on day one. I definitely think the club at the end of the season will look a lot different and a lot better. Yep, and I agree. Summer can make a difference. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. So you have to we... build a foundation now for these big European stars to come. You have exactly. to show impress or some promise on the field. It doesn't need to be winning titles, but just show that you guys could play soccer together and win a little bit. You add one of those European stars. They still have a DP available. You add one of those European stars, you're set. I just don't think they're at that title contention yet. I think they are that piece away. Oh, I agree. All right. Wait, who are we tipping to win it, though? We never decided that. Oh, uh, we're going to go to draw. draw. I'm going to draw. I'm I, ca- I kind of want to say Inter also. So after, Daniel, all, after all you guys just said? Me? I still will say Inter. I'm going to go. Well, it's also because I hate, it's also because I hate LAFC. <laughs> well, you're a Seattle fan, so it makes sense. But hey, I love LAFC and I'm drawing. I'm going I'm to I'm have to say, just based on what I said, it makes sense for me to go with LAFC here, but I, I see a draw. Okay, Daniel, I mean, it's kind of down to you, man. It's Inter Miami. Okay, we're going. We're t- we've tipped into Miami then, so they're going to be the team that we're going to say wins this game. Last one we're going to talk about is the Portland Timbers, who are at home hosting Minnesota. Portland. Well, Minnesota for me. I, you want to say Portland, really, Eli? Ugh. Dude, Portland had the most underrated off season. First of all, um, I feel like. We when we talk about great off seasons, we've talked. Most of the reporters have talked about Columbus. Most of the reporters have talked about a Galaxy. But I think the Portland Timbers have done what they need to do. Giovanni Savarese is going to change things up a little bit this season with his new guys. He has two star quality or potential star quality strikers that he added. He added a great center back and he added Mimi Chara. That is my favorite signing uh, this off season, by the way. 
I think Portland's going to take this one. I, I think, think that's. Portland... I think that was the dumbest DP signing in MLS history. Really? <laughs> yeah. Louis Chara? He's like yeah. 28 years old. <laughs> yeah, he hell? was shit for the team you he was on You know who the right wing was last season? Andy Polo. Andy Polo was terrible. You yeah, but Yimmy Chara. He doesn't, yeah, he's not good. He Yimmy scored Chara's four good. goals and like 20 appearances for a winger. I don't know, man. How many assists? You, you, you know assists? what they say about Brother Lila, bro. You got two brothers in the midfield, dog. Dude, 28 years old, though. Okay, and uh, the Sounders have Alex Roldan and Christian Roldan. It's not like Alex Roldan's making the pitch. He's Why made are we that talking about of... the Sounders, bro? No, I'm just saying. We, we're oh, talking about Brother Lila. Dude, you're just getting defensive because I, I said your rival's going to win. No, no, no. no. That's I'm right, saying, that's right, that's right. You show him. Tell him. Speak it louder. <laughs> Who's talking about the Sounders, man? Chara is not a good signing. I can't believe we're talking saying this. Yeah, he, he is not. He is not. The MLS I don't know about DP, but signing on is decent. I want to say it's Dude, over the my top. My favorite signing of the offseason was Yumi Chara to Portland. How? This is oh, one bro. of the worst that, DP that, signings. That, that's sad. That is sad. I would have to <laughs> no, say that. That's not what I'm saying. The best oh, signing. I'm just saying. See, you better know something that we don't know. is going to be so fun. Okay, we'll see till I date comes. win championships. I, oh, I'm not saying oh, they're going to win championships. I do think Portland's a contender, whether Yimi Chara's good or not. Oh, my. Portland's a, I, Portland's a contender this season. What, nah, they got, I, hey, what you drinking in Syracuse, dog? Yeah. I have six teams that I think are contenders. I can okay. tell you them if you want. but I'm, I'm going Minnesota go also. Their team looks really good this year. Yep, I'm going with Minnesota as well. Tyler in Miller. This is in Portland. Yes, we know it's important. That's, that, I just that's said my that. argument as well. Like, I know both teams. Like, I want to say Minnesota, but at the same time, it's in Portland. And Portland have, like, one of the best stadiums in MLS. No, it's, like, second best in Cascadia. Maybe third. No, I disagree. I've been to it. Wait, 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 can I? Can I, I think you may here? be a little biased Portland, here. Portland Portland only won nine games out of the 17 games they played at home. Matter of fact, not nine. Eight. Last season, and you were really telling me like this Portland home ground is like okay. Well, didn't they have a weird schedule last season because their stadium they was played a whole bunch away and then the uh, whole bunch at home? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it doesn't really matter, they still have a bad record of that. So, like, if it happens again this year, are you gonna blame it on the stadium? Well, I think this Can't. team's a lot more improved than they were last season. Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't like how logical was that way was, more dynamic, and they added Zuparic, who could be a terrific signing at center back for them a position that they seem to rotate and they don't really have an answer all the time for so adding a guy like Zuparic if he looks very good and if he shows his promise like I don't see how you cannot see Portland as like a top team in the west I have him as fourth personally um but I think the Timbers are a contender in the west I, I changed my mind I'm gonna go Minnesota Damn. Thanks. Minnesota. I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with Minnesota as well. All I mean, right. the way the way the way Mason and, and Quintar, if they could finish the way they finished last season, I mean plus Okay, I, but they know, also wanna... had the whole Brian Fernandez fiasco at the end of last season. And then also Valeri too. It was not just Brian Fernandez, also the worst the contract time. stuff. I'm just saying in general, I don't know who is uh, the the manager at Portland. You signed Yimmy Char as a DP. You start contract disputes before the playoffs for Diego Valeri. Like what? What are you guys okay, doing down there? Saying, yeah, 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 exactly. I'm, I agree with you. Y'all right. hating on Y'all hating on my boy Yimmy Char too much. Damn. It's because he's not good. Your boy, oh, Char- dude. Yimmy, Yimmy, Yimmy's gonna do something, bro. 
But dude, watch Yimi just dominate. Watch. Yeah, I don't. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's uh, no. Listen, but, listen. That's a, that's a huge downgrade from you know getting rid of Valeri and then picking up Yimi. You pick up a brother, bro. That's well, like no, saying, oh, have I have a brother Valeri. at home who who, who who plays a little bit. You know, we should sign him. No, but they have Valeri. He's replacing literally the worst winger last season in MLS. Andy Polo. I don't know about the worst. Andy Polo was good when he first came in. Dude, any time. No, no, but last season specifically, Andy Polo was terrible for the Portland Timbers. Absolutely terrible. And literally you could throw in any other right winger and it would have been an upgrade. And now you have Yimi Chara playing alongside his brother. Along All right. Two new I think I'm done of hearing hearing okay. Eli say Yimmy Char anymore. Honestly, I can't <laughs> okay. you're just hating to do something. Like All right, yeah. it's literally we decided. Like, we decided on Minnesota. Right. I actually added a curveball question. I didn't tell any of the gentlemen before we oh, started right. this. Before, so because Jerry decided to do homework before this, I want to ask you guys who is the signing of the off season. Chicharito. I want everyone Fernando just. I, just want, Chicharito. I want everyone to mention it. one, and they can't be the same ones. Okay, Daniel says Chicharito. Eli, you're next. Uh, actually, let me think of mine. I want to think of like an underrated one. All right, Jerry, you're up. Fernando Meza, bro, that's underrated right there. Uh, from that where is, to where? That is a good one. From Atlanta, center back. From Atlanta, center back. He listen. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be in a the defense with Miles Robinson and Franco Escobar, bro. They're gonna play well, three in the back this year because they let go of. Uh, Perez, so and then you got Guzan in the back, of course. Lauren Twitch playing, he could play like a CDM if he wanted to, depending on how Frank DeBoer wants to play that way. I have mine, but yeah, the way I, I was, I was watching film on this guy. Of course, I'm gonna do my homework. I mean, come on, this guy's a psychic in the back. He reads opposing attack extremely well. He knows he when to step, yours. and he's very unpredictable, bro. He's, he's I'm the going... newcomer of the year right there. One that has not been mentioned um, at all in this show, um, very underrated one, in my opinion. I think a lot of people raised some eyebrows when they saw this DP sign, but Adam Buxa of the New England Revolution, he's their new DP striker. He's very young. You add a target man to Carlos Hill and Gustavo Bo. I like that trio heading into the season. I like the New England Revolution heading into the season, so I'm going to go with that. I'll have to give it to FC Cincinnati. DM. Oh, please don't steal. Damn it, that was mine. Damn I have it. to give He is no <laughs> Barcelona de Young, but shit. When you're at the Ajax Academy and learning from that, my God, I, I'm really scared what he would do. In the MLS, I think he's going to be really good, Young's too. pretty old. Yeah, he yeah, is old. Yeah, but with but age coming stri- experience. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just mentioning that. Yeah, he's he's old, but like, come on, like the guy is quality. Oh, yeah. Yes, he didn't initially came from Ajax. He came from Australian league, but yeah. I think he still had the fundamental that and he brings leadership he's, quality. He's a perfect poacher, but can also still score from distance. He still has legs, exactly. even though he's old. He looks good, honestly. That was a he pretty freaking good. great signing by yeah, Cincinnati. Personally, I'm most and, excited to see Yuya Kubo of the. For Cincinnati, I want to see you, what he could do. You can't mention Who? two. You get one. <laughs> one of you got one, Eli. You You're done. Okay, okay, okay. You're done. You're done. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. On that His Cincinnati team, easy. I want to see how he does. All right. Since Damone stole mine, I luckily had a backup because I thought someone might mention it. I'm gonna go with Jurgen Locadia, also signing 
to Cincinnati because I think he's also really good and has he has a chip on his shoulder after his bad spell with Hoffenheim. wasn't really that bad with Brighton. And I think he's very versatile, can play winger, can play striker. So me and Damone showing some love to Cincinnati in regards to their signings. I think he can also be a very good player because he's also not that old. I think he's 28, 29. So he's a pretty good player who's kind of in his at back half he's of the 26, to be honest. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. And he's in the prime of his career. So that's an amazing signing right there. A player that was really hyped up before signing for Brighton. And then now he's coming to the MLS to steal, man. You're getting someone who's maybe not on form now, but you can easily get him on form because it's the MLS. So there you go. We need to do decide the three. Who's winning the Supporter Shield, Open Cup, and MLS Cup? We'll probably do Supporters Open first and then kind of add a little Open bit Cup of... And you can't pick your Canadian favorite. championship. You can't pick your team. You can't. That's okay, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, damn. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Orange County SC. No. <laughs> no, no. All right. Wait, wait. Can we do we do we have to do open cup? Like, how I know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. No, we I want us to do open cup. Yeah. If we are doing open cup, we have to do Canadian championship as well. Okay. We'll what? do Canadian no. championship. <laughs> I mean, that one's literally between Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. Not true at all. Not Vancouver. The impacts. Montreal impacts. Are you forgetting that? No, I said Montreal. I said Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver. Well, then Toronto's going to win it. Toronto's going to win. Okay, Toronto wins Canadian Championship. We can all win. That was easy. That was easy. All right. U.S. Open Cup. I actually want us to predict this because I have a team that I actually want to give a hot take that could win this. FC Dallas. I don't know. I'm just saying a random team. God, Eli, for an MLS insider, that was a very whimsy prediction. Well, I mean, FC Dallas, I'm excited to watch this season. I I want to see what this young core could do with another year of experience, plus the guys they're going to add throughout the season. I'm just going to saying. I feel like they're only going to be fun. I, no, no, but I feel like they're going to be like, like the mom said, a shit show at the beginning of the season, bro, because they'll be like, oh, what the hell are we doing? And then until, you know, players like Frank O'Hara come in. They, know, like, they still made the playoffs last season. They they had one of the most entertaining knockout matches we've ever seen against Seattle. I mean, they almost beat Seattle. Let's yeah, not forget but didn't, that. Didn't they come into your little playoff bubble last season? What? Didn't they come in? They snuck by in your little playoff bubble last season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I still thought they were a good side, and they showed that they are going to work hard to win. I just think FC Dallas is the type of club to go all out for the Open Cup. That's why they're the first team that came into my mind. I didn't put any preparation for that one. Just threw yeah, same same here. Well, I, I don't know. Houston Dynamo to me seems like a whole a very. Ooh, I like this Texas theme. Texas yeah. theme. Okay. Because they got nothing else. To play to give it to That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. For me, I have to give it to Minnesota United. Okay. okay. Interesting. That's a good like one. That's a good one. Yeah. It was All right. Story, and they will ever be. Mine is Nashville. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, ha 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 ha. Good I joke. Think Good joke, good joke. Now say your actual team. <laughs> I'm going with Nashville because they have a good core of MLS players. Realistically, they're probably not going to shoot. To, I mean, they might scrape to playoffs, but they can win a trophy. They have a little bit, I think, of similarities to me to Seattle because their first ever trophy was an Open Cup. They have MLS experience in their team, and I think they'll be solid. And I think it's the only realistic trophy they can win, and so that's why I'm going with Nashville. However, I have two teams. I'm, I'm struggling. Just pick to one. Sheesh, okay. Just for that, I'm picking not Seattle. I'm picking DC <laughs> United. Oh. DC? DC United. It was between Seattle and DC, but I don't like how you're making me rush. So I'm going to go with DC. 
Okay, DC it is. Who do you think is going to be the Supporter Shield champions? I got my pick, but I want to hear your guys' first. Okay. Um, do you want me to be the first one to say? Demo, yes. What do you guys say, bro? Okay, okay um, let me go first. Okay, I will Demo, have... you go first. I know you guys are going to hate it, but Philly do feel. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he said wait, Philadelphia. Wait, let, yeah, let's let's not laugh. Let's hear this. Though, but please hear. Let me break it down for us. Okay, uh, wait. Remember, I can't say my team because definitely I will go for New York City FC. That, that's my but, pick. That's my pick, though. Yeah, but I can't say mine. So that's my fair. second choice will have to be Philly. I think they were one of the most underrated team last season. They came fifth in the league overall they played a beautiful game but just certain times they wasn't consistent and that's what the issue was and they were slappy at the back and they made some good off-season trades and signing and we're talking about the defender that came from um i forgot the team but he's not he's from norway and he's like 25 years old Jacob, I think his name is. He's a good defender. So Jacob Glesness or whatever. Yes, perfect. Yeah. I think that's his name. Yeah, they solidified the back line. So I don't think they had many issues last year, but the back line. So I think they could actually do some damage this year. I know it's a far-fetched thing to say, but I think it's a Heli Mary that could actually work. I don't know about supporter shield. If you guys want. All right, you guys, you could go. Um, I mean, I'll share mine later. Of course, my top pick is LMC. I mean, that's a no-brainer. But yeah, but if I was to be, if I was to be honest, and this is only, you know, this is a dark horse pick and something, you know, Damone, like you said, this is like Leicester City type. I'm gonna go with San Jose. But, oh my goodness! Hey, I don't really? like it. What is this? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay, that's hear me out, a hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. No, no, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. Whoa! Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay, so. Chris Matias Almeida comes out of retirement. He's still there. He's still there. Matias Almeida, oh, okay. he, he joined the, the team last year. Okay. You know, he pulled a whole FIFA career mode, bro. He's rebuilding this from scratch. So what he did, he asked reinforcements from his former club, Chivas, you know, my club in the Liga Mekis. He picks up Carlos Fierro, and then what he does, he gets Vaco. Vaco Kisash really was a monster last year. Bro. Yeah, he is a monster. He is scary, bro. He scared the hell out of me every time I played him. Even though we smacked him every time we played him last season, he scared the hell out of me. Yeah, but I had my selfish. eyes on him. He's such a selfish player. Yeah, bro. he is selfish, but he's with like good contentions. With good contentions. To sorry. me, he's like a slightly worse Alexander Katai, but whatever. Yeah, I can see that. But another thing that keeps in mind for me is homegrowns. I mean, this team looks like, you know, they're going through a path of Inter Miami, you know. Um, it's going to take some time, but if they could do with the squad they have, that would be dope. I would love to see that, you know, pull Leicester City. But that's just the hopes and dreams, but I'm going to have to go with my black and gold LAFC. They're going to have to take it. I don't care. I can go biased and unbiased with this. Right now, they're at a rocky start because we have a fresh new squad. We got fresh legs. We got youth. We got um, little kinks to work out. But I think in a couple of weeks or even months, it could be worked out and we'll be back into midseason form. Hmm. Nice. Daniel, what's your pick? LAFC. Like a bad wang in fact. <laughs> no, let me let me get let me get something straight. To all LAFC fans, this year is gonna be extremely disappointing. Yeah, I feel that way as well. Because I think so too. We broke so many records last season. There's kind of no like way what, we could. Kind of like with Toronto when they won the treble and they just didn't make the playoffs the following year. The only, hold up, hold up, hold up. The only way the season. 
<laughs> Wait, what is this random attack on Toronto? It's just the truth. <laughs> the team we is so tags, well. Bro. We that... won the sex tuple. That's what you know what's US? different between Toronto and LAFC? Okay. You'll make is the that... playoffs. We have a no, title. This... That... Oh, okay. If you want to call you a title too, then technically we won the league beforehand. Yeah. Anyways, LAFC is going for the factory post. You're going for the European post. We got... They're building up like how Ajax, uh, Barcelona, Dortmund, all those. We're getting a bunch of youth from from um, countries that nobody even looks at. Uruguay, who the hell gets praise from Uruguay? But look who we produce. You produce praise like Brian Rodriguez, Diego Rossi. We went to Colombia or Ecuador to get Segura and, and Chique Palacios. And then we got academy players who, who came up, you know, the preseason to play. Those guys, I know some of them personally, and those kids are ballers. And the best part is that they're from the streets of L.A. And there's no better place to learn how to play in the streets of LA because it's all fundamental, all tactic, all footwork. Dude, they're going for the factory approach. And I think that's what makes them different from Toronto. I got to go with NYCFC. I think looking yeah. at the, the depth this, t- this team has, looking at their start, their, their back line, their midfield line, their forward line, I think they're the most balanced team in MLS heading into the season. Um, yeah. I think they're going to be the supporter shield champs. I don't necessarily think they'll win the MLS Cup, though. Because we choke in a playoff? Yes. I, I had to mention that. Sorry, dude. Um, but I do think NYCFC will win the supporter shield this season. All right. I'm going with Atlanta. That's who wow. I'm picking. Frank DeBoer had a good full – like, he, now he has a full season under his belt. He's been good for Atlanta. I think their team is super solid. He's getting sight this year. You think so? Yeah, he's definitely getting. He's started. like he's been a good coach for them. I think since Crystal Palace. Did you see? The we track? haven't even mentioned the fact that like they've lost so so many key Thank guys you. to their squad. Thank you. And did you see the Champions League game? Did you actually watch it, or did you? No, have I did. I just saw their one goal that Joseph Martinez scored. It was bad. It was like me looking at a team that was like, "What the fuck is going on?" It was terrible. So yeah, he's getting inside this season. Okay. Uh, they so you're gonna make that call. LGP. Yeah, Those I'm definitely gonna make that call. Well, okay, the only reason I'm saying Atlanta partially is because I can't say Seattle, but I also still think Atlanta's still really good. The only way they'll do that is if, if Pitti Martinez becomes what brings Almiron them on was. their back. Yeah, he brings them. Like he literally take that. Team. I mean, that's a high possibility. Again, has a season under his belt. That's the thing. DeBoer and Pity both have now a season under their belt. And Pity is like shit. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. He was shit last <laughs> Dude, year. Exactly. He was slightly better at the end of the season, which why, no. which is why no. I have, he was I bad. Yeah, <laughs> he was bad. Yeah. No, he was terrible. He was terrible. But the he was best, the, the best thing of shots I've ever seen. Oh yeah, I mean. The best thing is for me, his worst performance was the MS All Star game, and I'm actually yeah, really I know that's what that I game. was gonna say. Bro, that was I actually so think bad. we could have won that, bro. I think we could have won that, honestly. But we could have. Oh my gosh, Peasy, bro! What were you thinking, dog? I got to agree. Went for with field goal, I got to agree. Okay, but but um, I was gonna go off. Yeah, I mean, Damone, you can't make that call after one game, bro. I mean, yeah, that's, actually, yeah. That, that's like saying LAFC and you know, losing to Leon. I expect them to lose to Leon. They can't lose in this that. in this tournament. They cannot lose. Well, from what I saw on the field, I'm stating that claim early on. He's getting okay. sacked. Okay, but I just want to go off real quick of LAFC. They can't lose. I mean, sorry. How am I gonna worry this? <laughs> um, they have more to learn than losing this tournament. You know what I'm saying? 
They're playing against they playing against a team. The toughest, probably the toughest matchup is that that Leon and FC. They're playing against a team who's already in midseason. Well, have seven seven games in their season, and they're top of their table. This is LAFC's first official match, and the preseason you can't even count those because they had players from Phoenix. They're buying players from Phoenix, and they had academy players on their side, and they were going over testing the waters over there in Australia for whatever reason. But you can't you can't lose in that tournament. They have more to learn. So after one game, you cannot say you know LAFC is gonna be bad. Same thing with New York. I mean, I'm sorry, Atlanta. <laughs> It's true, but from what I saw, I definitely have to go with that. He's an inside. All right. I like the hot take by Demelis Frank DeBoer, but we're going to have to move on. For the MLS Cup one, though, I'm adding a little twist to it. We all have to agree on this pick, though. We all have to all have to agree on who we think is going to win the MLS Cup. That is the well, catch. We all have to agree. It's not Seattle. Uh, I think uh, it's safe to say that we all agree with Toronto FC. Honestly, Any objections? No. I would get um, on the Toronto FC hype wagon. I was going to bring them up. Uh, you bring in Pablo Piatti at the cheapest designated player contract in M- not in MLS history. Well, because he's the cheapest player. DP contract doesn't make him a good no, player. But I know Piatti's good. the opportunity to buy him down in the summer and add another DP forward if you need. This team is already stacked with veteran talent. They have a great midfield they have a great core that they've had for years that have proven to be yes yes you add another type player like that over the summer i think toronto could be wait. the favorite to win okay i think toronto is good yeah they have a decent team but is it only me pablo piatti is shit where is it that you guys see him good i really don't see this guy as a star well, we haven't seen him in player MLS. in mls no but i saw him in europe and from what i saw he's shit he is shit. Well, he he a, is. N- no, he's Espanol really shit. on the table? Where, the Where's Espanol? What are they called? Where are they? Where are they on the table? Right now? Yeah. As we speak. Let me look that up. Because, like, sure. what if he's just on a bad squad and everyone on the team or uh, everyone on the squad was just less than when you're playing against teams like Barca or Madrid or Atletico? Okay, right now they're in their re- regulation phase, so they are twentieth oh, in the table, oh my God. and they are about to get regulated. But <laughs> so maybe it's not all his fault. You could say the same thing for Vela. I know that's what oh, I was gonna mention. Whoa. You could say that. You, you cannot say that for David Villa for how many trophies he have won. No, no, no Carlos, Vela. Vela. Carlos, Carlos Vela. Vela. Carlos Vela. Oh, Carlos Vela. oh, okay. Not no. David Villa. <laughs> no, completely different. Yeah, I was about to go off. I was like, <laughs> what's going on here? I'm oh, reading the Toronto FC right. news, guys, and apparently Piatti's injured. Fine. Oh, solid. Go. So we he can't p- say Toronto. He Toronto. picked up an injury <laughs> today. <laughs> I was well, also gonna say Greg Vanny's. I I think he's a fraud a little bit. That's why I wouldn't say fraud. Your little Drew Carey. <laughs> he's not the coach, though. Yeah, dude, the dude. I, I agree with Greg that he's a fraud. For all of the games that he played, he all, he normally comes out of it with 1.5. And yes, I looked that up. Um, Points per match. So think about that. What can he actually do for Toronto with that stat? It's just yeah, and, and especially Piotti injury prone. You also got Bradley out for the start of the season. I mean, who else is going to be in the middle? Okay, but they have the financial capabilities to add to their squad and to bolster their so squad. So they went for someone they like need... Piotti, bro? Like, yeah, I'm like, come, come on. on. Dude. Yeah, they have, if they're 
Watch Piotti. Why would they go by Piotti? Great player for them. I mean, yeah, he, he okay. Yeah. There, in all consolation, there's a high possibility he could be good because he came comes from. I, yes, he only has three goals and 53 appearances when he played for uh, uh, Espanol. Once he signed the permanent deal uh, before the loan, the thing is, he can be good when he comes to MLS, as we've seen that because he has you know the European experience behind it. But the only issue I have with Toronto is like as Daniel just mentioned. He's injured at the beginning of the season. Michael Bradley might not play. And there's just something weird about Toronto since that win in 2017. They haven't been that consistent since Giovinco has left. And I feel like Greg, you start I think it's all I think if anyone's gonna get sacked, I think Greg might get sacked this season. Really? Yeah. There's something going on inside Toronto's locker room that it's like just doesn't seem like it's okay. Like well, everything's yeah, all right with the them. Outdoor stuff. Um, yeah, there was, seems to be some toxicity around that. But you mentioned players having a year of MLS experience under the belt. Alejandro Pozuelo. Oh, fuck. I forgot yeah. about him. Yeah. Oh, damn it. <sighs> so good. Yeah, Remember, they good. still got him out there. Michael Bradley's no longer designated player. Piotti can be bought down if he's a bust. They could also get rid of him, potentially. But I just can't agree with Toronto. I'm sorry, Eli. It's so just more and more okay, you add on. we're agreeing on one club, LA Galaxy. Bruh, no. Oh, my no. gosh. No, no way. Dude. <laughs> There's no way. Question. We're not going to agree on one squad. We, we there is one we, we have are. to agree on. We're going to agree, and we're going to do it right. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I like yes. Jerry's mental attitude. Columbus Crew. I don't know. I'm just throwing. Dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> we can do this. Trust, trust, trust. New York City FC. That's the only option. Okay, that's oh, the. I'm thinking the NY, best. I'm thinking NYCFC or Seattle. That's who I'm actually tipping. Of course, you're thinking Seattle. Why? Why would you not think it's Seattle? Why? No, we disagree on the Seattle thing. Bro, you're acting like Seattle is in a dynasty, like the Golden State Warriors. To be honest, I think they won that championship because of pure luck. They what? Even... No, 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 no. I think what is happening right now? <laughs> sure, think... You're yelling what in my ear just blasted my eardrum. <laughs> that's what you ever in a pizza shop. I'm no, sending, okay, I'm sending you the bill to now, my if ear canal surgery. If wins are lucky, it would have to be the 2016 one, not the 2019 one, but... Yeah, yeah, no, last year was pure hustle, bro. Jordan Morris went off last postseason, dude. Yeah, Jordan Morris had a great offseason. Yeah. Season. Uh, okay, this is why I'm saying... T- uh, Seattle. I don't like I'm tipping them out. over NYCFC. Notoriously, NYCFC suck in the playoffs, but are always good throughout the majority of the season. I think Seattle get like new with, manager though. That could change with a new coach, and I think it will change. But it's still distilled in the players, and it's like oh, a voodoo within oh, the club. Oh, we can't say that. We can't say it's distilled in the players. For instance, Maxi Morales, it's a winner at multiple levels of competition that he plays with, plays in. And I don't think it's within the players. I think it was just the coach. At the time, it was just like they wasn't eager, hungry for it because of the coach. Yes, he managed under Pep LaGuardia, but he doesn't have the drive as Pep. This coach, I think he's hungry. He wants to win something. He wants to prove himself. He wants to manage a European team. He wants it. He's young. That's I'm about to go with Sean on this one, bro. The, the coaches, they, they're the ones that have to set up the playing field. I mean, I think the players, actually, no, I know the players, they have to take an issue, bro, no matter what. That's what I, I just think. Thing is, with Seattle, is like it's in their heads that they can win MLS Cups. They've been in the past three out of four finals. Yes, we could say it's a bit of luck. He, like, they didn't deserve it. But Brian Schmetzer has made this team into MLS Cup winning champion 
like a team. They, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to tip them for, even though I was gonna, but I'd say more so they have a chance of winning MLS Cup compared to Supporter Shield just because of kind of like how Brian Schmetzer likes to set up the team. It's going to be a slow start for Seattle, most likely because they're playing Champions League this season. <clears throat> I think they'll win the MLS Cup. The addition, like this core team is mainly all from the winning team from back in 2016 and 2019. They added Jao Paulo. They've added Yamar. They've added... Uh, they but you don't know Jovan. who Joe Paulo is until last week. I, well, I mean, but he's good. <laughs> we all know he's legit. <laughs> you can't say he's good, bro. You cannot. You know who is good after one game? Erling Haaland. There is no one in the MLS that's like oh Erling God. Haaland. Okay, well, that's different, though. No, it isn't. Erling Haaland is extremely biased right different. Now, okay, then who do we want to say? Then let's pick a team. I like New York City, City FC. I like I New York City FC. Listen, I, I like New York City FC, song. but Philadelphia sounds... You know what Demon was saying? Philly? Philadelphia sounds like a good dark horse for me. There's no way yeah. Philadelphia is winning it all. They've, I, I was going to say, I said Ben's talking about Philadelphia. They've never even won a playoff horse. game. I said they, 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 they beat the Red Bulls. Oh, they beat yeah. the Red Bulls. Sorry, they've they won one playoff game. Thus, Eli's, Eli's selection is useless because he just said something incorrectly. Okay, I'm just whatever. Kidding. I don't oh. understand why, like, so we're talking about these coaches coming into the league and starting to rebuild the team and getting what we want. We're talking about Matias Almeida. We're talking about Frank DeBoer. How can we not talk about Guillermo Barros-Scalotto? He is literally getting every player he wants right well, now. Oh, yeah, because Galaxy are a spoiled team. Sua, Pavone. <laughs> he got Chicharito. Mad. Galaxy are listening to what Chicharito's not going to fix all of LA's problems. No, I, don't think he, I never said he was. But look at the other guys we've signed this offseason. These guys are guys that will fit perfectly with what... Scalotta wants he's getting guys that he knows and that he knows could fit in his style of play adding a guy like Franco and Insua to the back line could do wonders Julian Araujo could be a lot better this offseason David Bingham well he kind of sucks um but they have, <laughs> kind great, of? <laughs> they have a great midfield trio I think a full season with Christian Pavone on the LA Galaxy paired up with Chicharito and then you have better MLS experienced guys in Alexander Katai Sasha Kleshtan plus some young rising guys like an Ephra and a Julian Araujo. Like, I don't know why we haven't talked about the Galaxy at all so far. Why um, haven't you mentioned JDS, bro? He's the best two-way midfielder in, oh, yeah. in the league, Oh, yeah. I'm saying the midfield trio was yeah. fantastic. Okay. okay. Dos Santos should have been MLS best 11 last season. Um, I, I don't know who I would I actually agree with that one. Yeah. Um, okay. But I just don't see, like, how we cannot, like, at least mention the LA Galaxy here. Well, of um, course we're going to mention the Galaxy. They're always in the pool within that, like, Winning MLS but I, Cup. I think they have a better shot at MLS Cup than Supporter Shield. That's that's fair. But okay, <clears throat> based okay, based off the teams we've mentioned, we've mentioned NYCFC, Seattle, Galaxy. Who else did we mention? We're gonna mention like, LAFC. Okay, LAFC. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll know. narrow it down to those four. There you go. We've narrowed it down to those four. Who of them four? Okay, and Toronto. There you go. That's who I was thinking. I forgot. Those five. Who do we realistically think has got the best chance? Let's just all agree on that. Like, all biased aside, who do we think has the best chance? Based best off of... chance? Well, best chance would have to be Seattle just because they've been there. Um, yeah, so like Toronto, what, what's your there. point? They won it last... I mean, they won it last year, so that, that would obviously make them the most sure thing. Um, but I would have to go NYC then, if we're talking that way. Wow, okay. NYC. I think they're the most balanced team in MLS. There is nobody hungrier than LAFC right now, bro. They lost... The two consecutive seasons, crazy postseason. That's defeats. okay. You could, I like, the, you I could like, say the same I mean, thing about everything then. No, I mean, but there's nobody, bro. They literally reset from scratch. We literally sold our best defender. 
Oh, not my pick on that, but, but we get what you that mean. was a sacrificial lamb right there. Walker Zimmerman was a sacrificial you can't lamb. Say that was LAFC whole... is, you can't say LAFC is the, the one who wants it more when New England Revolution have been in five finals and haven't won anything. If anything, they want it more. It's sure, just they're not going to get it. Uh, I don't no. know. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with either NYCFC or LA. Daniel, you can honestly have the final decision on who. No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be the no final one. decision. <laughs> I think the thing is, though, Jerry's point's so true, though. I mean, come on, bro. Dude, nobody has. Think about it. Like, for like example, LAFC I know this is right totally, now, like, irrelevant. Nobody but for example, so let's, say, let's say Liverpool. If New, York City's, New York City FC had a stadium, we will rival LAFC. Uh, I do. The city itself is vibrant. Whatsoever. Are you crazy? The city itself is vibrant. Coming from the Caribbean, you have so much diversity from Hispanic, from Caribbean people, from just native New Yorkers. I don't even think LAFC could rival our stadium if we actually had one, which pissed me off every day I wake up, have nightmares. Uh, Seattle about. don't, don't technically have their own stadium. I, I think Jerry's right about the LAFC fan base, personally. Whoa, what? You. Uh, I think of course I'm right. Go to school in New York. Have you been to the city itself? Yes, I have been to the city itself. Ooh, man's getting personal now. Man's getting personal. Uh, okay, and you're you're saying it's not getting personal. It's just saying like, did you ever went to like a Barclays permit? Like not not Barclays. I mean a Brooklyn Nets game. A Brooklyn. I'm and do you know how many? Do, do you know how many LFC fans went to to the white trip against New York next year, last year? I'm not talking about every sport. I'm not saying New York City has worse fans than LA sports fans. I'm not saying that at all. I would argue the other point. Um, but I'm saying LAFC's fan base. Um, I see a lot more representation throughout the streets of LA of LAFC than I saw people wearing NYCFC stuff on the streets in New well, York. Well, that's true. I, I totally agree with you on that. But that's because we don't have a home ground. We don't have some place to call home. We move from house to house. Bro, we could play at Carson Park and we'll still have the same amount of people showing up, bro. I'll be honest. No, no, you. you can't say that. That's that <laughs> actually... not going to happen to you guys. You, but, like, we play... what if this? We can only go based on what we Yeah, this is too have. much what ifs. I agree. Um, and based on what we do have and what I have witnessed and what I have seen, yes, I'm a partially biased to towards the place I technically live in still. But I got to say, LAC does have like the stronger fan base and probably the str- one of the strongest fan bases in the league. I can't say the strongest because that's controversial, but yeah. Right now, I agree. Yeah, I'll give you that. LAFC gets it right now. I mean, look at the away support for the Champions League match. Like, that was awesome. That was great. Great job. Um, but also, NYC had great supporters. So I, I just contradicted myself. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm whatever. Just one of the most promising MLS interviewers and and news pundits just contradicts himself it's whatever i mean what which mls pundit like doesn't do that that's fair simon borg so who do we who did we decide on nyc i i decide i think i'm I'm gonna go nycfc also lafc I'm gonna go LAFC. Is this our MLS Cup matchup? LAFC versus NYCFC? We could just say that and then call okay, it. Okay, yeah, that I agree. We'll just, that that's it. it. There you go. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the, as Jerry likes to say, the Jerry Awards. We're gonna pick the Defender of the Year, the Golden Boot, and MLS MVP. Wait, 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 wait. Pronounce the Jerry's. 
The Jerry's. The Jerry's, boys. All right. We all get to select an MLS Defender of the Year, Golden Boot, and MVP. We all can individually pick that one. And that's pretty much how we're going to wrap up the podcast after that. Should we do also Goalkeeper of the Year or not? No. We already know who that's going to be. Okay. Okay, who wouldn't go first? Who so, wants to do? Let's do Defender of the Year. We'll do Defender of the Year first, ladies first. So Daniel, you're up. Go ahead. You are the funniest person around. You really, you really got us all coming laughing at that one. You're coming from the guy at the pizza shop. All right, <laughs> all right, all right let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. Jerry, Jerry, you're you're making me into a joke, Jerry, and you're not gonna like the punchline. All right, Daniel, pick somebody. Defender of the Year, Jerry. Defender of the year. Yo, I don't even I can't even name ten defenders. Come name one. Off. Name one. Who do you think would be defender yeah, of the year? Makes, bro, just pick one of them you make fun of all the time. Yeah, mean page. I think this is gonna be a as Shion likes to put it in his weird way of words, hot take. It's gonna be Justin Morrow. Whoa. Okay. The guy who gave Seattle the MLS Cup in twenty sixteen. I like it. It's a good pick. He's a, he's a known legend around Watch the Seattle parts. That was the coldest take I ever heard. I think that is. <laughs> All right, Eli, Put that you're in the up. microwave real quick. All right. So with this pick, I wanted to think strategically. I decided to go with the person who I think will lead, who I believe the best back line in MLS is. That's how I went about this award, and I picked Maxime Chanel of NYCFC. Oh, okay. Respect, respect. Because he was like a top five center back last season. I doubt... Ike Parra goes back to back. I don't see Aaron Long leading the New York Red Bulls line to anything. Miles Robinson had a great season. I think he'll have another great season, but I don't think he'll mess. I don't think Atlanta is going to be like the best back line. I do think NYC currently has the best back line, and I'm going Chano because I think he'll be the leader of that back line. Okay. Well, I'm since Eli just picked my guy. Um, I'm going with Francisco Calvo. From Chicago Fires. I think he did well last year, but the team itself was shit. But he he really did well. His tackling, how he intercepted the ball was pretty good. So I think individually, he can stand out to win it this year. Um, unless LA I'm going to change my answer once you're all done. <laughs> okay. Unless okay. LAFC could pick up a strong bag and that backline could get fixed up and sorted out, I'm going to go with Miles Robinson. Um, he did, like Eli said, he did very impressive last year. He actually sneaked by and got an MLS 11 spot. Um, but Fernando Meza, just watching film on him, I could have said it was Fernando Meza, honestly, but I can't say that off of film. But um, You love that man. <laughs> I, dude, like, I just saw him for like 30 seconds. I said, oh, let me do 20 more minutes. Miles um, Robinson, you know, being led especially by Fernando Meza, especially from what I saw, he's going to learn a lot and he's going to teach a lot to everybody else. And I feel like you're wrong, Eli. I think Atlanta could have a strong back line if, you know, Fernando Meza could do what I saw. I think they'll be Miles strong, Robinson. but not the strongest, you know? They'll be up there, of course. I think they'll I be up there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go with Miles Robinson. I feel like he he could do what Michael Parkhurst and, and Perez weren't able to do in Atlanta. Nice. I'm going to go back-to-back. I think it's going to be Echo Parra. But, yeah, like, I, I, I agree that Ike Parra is arguably – I'd say heading into the season, he's the best defender in the league. I just – it's hard to see – or it's very, very, very rare to see back-to-back for this type of award. 
I think I agree. him also adding Ozzy Alonso in front of him, I think can only make him better. Okay, I'm Daniel. Daniel, take it away. I changed my answer from Justin Morrow, which was a dumb answer to begin with, to Kendall Waston. Wow, from Cincinnati? <laughs> Cincinnati. Okay. Look, look. All right, hear me out. He might not even start this season. He, <laughs> he was on day. Bro, you don't want to change your answer. Laugh all that you want. Laugh all you want. He will prove you all wrong. Okay, we're going to move on. We're going to let that be the last one. Who do we think is going to be the golden boot? That's easy, Vela. I still think it's Vela as well. Vela. Oh Such cheap It's going to be funner this year, though. It's going to be closer. It's going to be closer. I think as close as Slatan as and Joseph were getting last year, I feel like it's going to be much closer this year. Okay. I don't think Vela's going to score 30-plus, but I think he will be the golden boot lead for the winner. Yeah. I- yeah, I agree. I can't disagree. Okay. MVP? No, I didn't even make my back. selection. Okay, let's hear it. You're going to okay. say Raul Diaz. So uh, it is actually going to be Raul Diaz. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because, okay, hear me out, people, as we keep saying. The reason I say it's going to be Raul Diaz is because he's going to also get the supply from Jao Paulo, who I think has very strong After similarities game, bro. Oh to, to Jorginho. Oh. He kind of plays this like Regista kind of role on top of Nico Ladero, who's going to have good service. Wait, 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 wait. New York City FC can see that a well, though. <laughs> Maxi Morales could feed, feed Herb. So it's like. The no, but you got Ladero and Jao Paulo feeding Rui Diaz, who's a clinical, uh, clinical no, poacher. Okay, but like NYCFC. And Jordan Morris, who's improving so much on his, his final have, third. We have as much as creativity and could create for our strikers as you. So you stating that is very, it's very vague because we could have that too. Then we should put Herb in the discussion, and I'm not even doing that because I know there's no chance of him beating Villa. Yeah, or even right. Team I don't think Villa's gonna do the same thing he's gonna, he did last season. I I'd rather, I'd close. rather, oh, of course. Oh, oh, okay. I'd rather have Morris than Rui Diaz, honestly. Oh, there's a dark horse. I got it. Y'all want a dark horse pick? This is one that I feel bad because MLS.com has been like sucking the dick of this guy this off season. Ola Kamara. Yeah. All he's gonna have to do <laughs> yeah. is set. Up, all he's gonna have to do this season is tap in goals. He's gonna be set up by Flores, Gressel, and Yamil Assad. I just think I think he could score twenty plus this season. I don't think he'll win Golden Boot. I'm just saying, dark horse pick. Okay, who are we picking as MVP? Vela. Y'all gonna kill me for this. Uh, I don't think Vela because there's only been one player ever to win the MLS MVP twice. Just it did not happen back to back seasons, so I don't think it'll be Vela. It just which can't. is Donovan, right? Preki. Oh, oh yeah, Preki. Donovan only won once. Let's not oh. forget that. Only one player has won twice, and that is Preki. That's yes, why it's, that's our I feel like it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be hard to pick Vela again. I mean, this is going to be a biased pick, and y'all are going to be laughing in my face. But talk about full season, Christian Pavon. I could see that to be fair. Because he was the best player on the pitch. And I think, like, any game he played last season, yeah, like, they had Zlatan. But I think Pavone, the way he set up Zlatan was just beautiful. I think he could do even better, work even better with Chicharito having a full season together. I think Christian Pavone, you can make an argument, is arguably the most talented player in the league. I know I'm going to get some, like, eyebrows with that one. But Pavone is excellent, and I think um, he'll at least make MLS best 11 this season. 
Um, and I do think he could win MVP. Well, for me, I'll have to give it to Joseph Martinez. I just have to. That's fair. Yeah. Good. But that means he would be a two-time winner, too, which is crazy to think about. Somebody's going to be a two-time winner this year. Yeah, somebody. Uh, at some point. Somebody's going to be a two-time winner this year. I know. Year, I'm just saying. We just never see it. That's a good way to put we it. We rarely see it. I think it's going to come down to, give jo- it to someone else. I, I don't know. I think it's Joseph versus Carlos this year. Really? I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. Do we really not think like Chicharito will be up there? Mm. Oh, yeah, of course. But, it'll, you know, he'd be like top three battle is going to be top the two. The most goals will have is at least Carlos. 21. Won't go over 21 goals. Okay. I'm hoping Pavone could go like 15 goals, 15 assists and just like, whoa. Do we want to hear my hot take? Yes. You're going to say Nicholas Ladero. I was thinking about it. I am going because this guy is me- mesmerizing on the field. I'll say Paul. Alejandro Pasuelo. Oh, okay. I mean, I, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, uh, dude, dude, that's a, Gio, that's a oh. Giovinco prank, bro. We're far from that. Yeah. Yeah, that was, we're far from that, bro. I think he's, too, I think he's so freaking good. He Gio literally... He literally... Carries Toronto on his back, in my opinion. Yeah, but Vela doesn't even carry LAFC. I think bro. Vela's gonna get no more than twenty goals, like twenty-ish goals this season. I don't Ooh, think he's gonna get no, close no, to no, thirty. I disagree with that. I disagree. No, I don't think oh, he is. Oh my god! I don't think LA's gonna have a LAFC is gonna have a big dip this year. Yes, because yeah, they had a crazy year last year. That's, that's what I'm saying. But they're gonna have a dip. It's because also a little bit bad. Because Bra- Bob Bradley's a little so bit of a fraud. High. I think he's a little bit of a joke of a coach. Really? But, Bob? Ooh, yeah. Oh wow. After I think he's a lot of talk the talk when not walk the walk. The dude is the has the best mouth I've ever heard. What are you talking about? Eh, he's probably dude. the most intelligent like I've ever. Exactly, yeah. dude. Did, did Daniel make his decision for MVP? I say for yeah, Vela. Thank oh, you. Okay. All right. Oh, wait, so wait. Can I can I say something before? Go for it. Go for it. Why are we not putting Bradley Wright Phillips in this? He's for MVP. For a good if reason. He's bad. Eight, you know what? <laughs> We could, no, no, no. Take it here. We could transition into we could transition into comeback player of the year, and Bradley Wright Phillips is up there. Yeah, he's up there. My picks: Milton Valenzuela on the on the Columbus Crew. He missed all of last season. He's a young DP. He was fantastic in 2018. Uh, sadly, missed last season because of an ACL tear. Um, he'll be back on a much better Columbus side than they were last season. I I, I just gotta go Milton Valenzuela. But isn't Paul Ariola out as well for ACL problems this year? Yeah, Ariola. Yeah, yeah. But that's no, but yeah. he's not going to win comeback this season because he okay. he's not going to play this season. I don't really know who I'm. I'm gonna have pick to go with player of the year. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, sorry if I pronounced the last name wrong. David Akam. That is it. Yeah, David Akam. David Akam. That could be a good one. That that's David Akam, bro. I mean, dude. The day after his, I mean, I I remember I was thinking about this ever since it happened. The day after his father died, he scored two tap-ins. I mean, they were goals, right? Against Philly. A week later, he gets traded to the crew, scores a goal, and a week later, he gets traded to Nashville, and he's going to play for the rest of the year. What? Now that's crazy. Exactly. I mean, who else? This is this what happens when you do your homework, bro. kids. This is what I actually like this. This is a good pick. Yeah, I mean, pick. come on, dude. This guy, he didn't no, but wait. perform. He's, he's on national. He's on an inauguration team. Like, he may not do what he did on a season team. Yes, but at the same time, who was highly motivated? This guy's been screwed. He didn't underperform. He didn't do anything wrong at all. This dude was faced through trials and tribulations and still showed up. 
and what is it? What happens to him? He gets traded twice, not just once, twice in two weeks. Oh, I see that. Okay. Nashville desperately needs him to succeed too. Exactly. I mean, you everyone, got Dom Badgey as your striker right now. You need David Akam and Hani Mokhtar to really dominate offensively. Um, so I think a lot of the load will be on Akam, and I think he will be given the opportunities to prove himself to be a comeback type candidate. So I, I, I like that pick. There's no one better. There's no. There's no better feeling than having all the lights on you and shine. Perfect. Well, I think that's one. That is the best way to end the podcast, gentlemen. Well, thank you all for coming on the podcast, guys. And I appreciate everyone that is listening, that has gone, that's listened to all of us to this point, to all of our hot takes, the interesting decisions, and the rants that we've had. The banter that's been in today's podcast has been an amazing one. One of the biggest ones we've had on this platform. And make sure, guys, if you're listening to us on Spotify and Google Play Music, to tell your friends, family, to keep following us on there. And as I said early on in the podcast, if you're listening to us on the Apple Podcast app, leave a five-star rating and write a positive review as that only helps the podcast. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at next underscore gen underscore pod. And then on Twitter at next gen pod as I'm planning to do another giveaway on Twitter. And I'm making some cool Instagram videos on Instagram. So make sure you're following us on there. And then I'm kind of kind of leave the floor for these guys to Tell us where we could find more of them, their platforms, and more of their hot takes about football and this upcoming MLS season. So I'll let Jerry take it away, and then you guys can hash this out. Real quick, hey, Eli, uh, what channel is Houston and Galaxy playing on? Tonight? No, n- next week. I know I know what they're, what they're playing on. Well, you know. <laughs> He's asking you. <laughs> I know. He knows. I need, to, I need to find the channel. No, I don't UDBC know. on. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can find me, my personal, on Instagram at official.gr4. Um, not only do I cover the MLS, but I also cover the Los Angeles Sparks and the LA Wildcats. I am trying to go abroad in all sports, as you feel. Um, but as of for 110 Football, you can follow us at 110 Football TV in both Twitter and Instagram. And you can go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel at 110 Football TV. Um, first episode of the show is February 26th, this upcoming Wednesday. So please make sure you guys check that out. Uh, we have a lot of things planned for you guys. It should be extremely fun as we have a crazy segments, special guests, a way trip, featurettes, and more. If Jerry doesn't make me one of the special guests, I'm going to be very upset about that. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. We'll make it happen. Um, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay, cool. The MLS Zone, a.k.a. Damone. Um, You can find me on Instagram. But most likely what I want you guys to do is follow me, or I should say subscribe to the YouTube channel. Because I actually enjoy making the videos, and you guys are great in the comment section. So, Instagram at the MLS Zone, and YouTube subscribe at the MLS Zone. Damone is in the zone, you dig? Oh, you're just full of. Yo, corny buy my ass merch, ass. guys. Buy my merch. Corny ass. Cop the merch. That's my shout out. Cop the merch. Wednesday football merch coming soon as well. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, me? Uh, yeah, right. Uh, you can catch me on Byte at Daniel Romero. And uh, on Instagram, you know what it is. Official underscore MLS memes. That's all I need to say. First one in, first one out. All right, fair enough. Well, thank you guys for coming on. And make sure to subscribe to 110 Football, the MLS Zone. Make sure to buy Eli's new merch when it drops on the 29th. 
It looks like good quality stuff. I'm most likely going to buy myself something with the money that I realistically don't have. And then make sure to go follow uh, Daniel's uh, bite that he's been showing off lately that he's been doing videos for. He's grinding on. And so make sure to go follow all these guys and subscribe to them and do all the good stuff. And I hope you all have.